What's up, what's up, what's up? It's another awesome ass week of Fabs' High Review. Welcome! I'm waiting for everyone's feedback on my pretty dodgy math from the last podcast. I actually haven't gone back to redo the investment or company valuation figures, but I think there might have been one or two that was wrong because there's no way that I would have got them all correct. So answers on a postcard. Did I get them all right? Did I get one wrong? Or did I get them all wrong? So before I talk about my topic today, actually, you know what? I think I'm just going to split my time between this story and my topic. Um, so something really odd has been happening at our house. We've lived here for a couple years and it's probably happened four times. And basically what happens is that it's about four in the morning and there's a really loud knock at our front door, like really loud. And I like sit up in bed and I'm like, what the fuck was that? I'm like, is someone at the door? That's so weird. And every time I've gone to look, there's no one there. Now this happened twice. I told my husband about it. He was like, I'm not hearing the knocks. I think you're imagining it. And I'm like, I swear I'm not. I'm definitely hearing these knocks at the door. The last time I hear it, it's a snowy night. It's about six weeks ago, probably. And I get woken up at four in the morning by these really loud knocks. It's always three in a row. I sit up in bed and I'm like, fucking, I know it's snowing outside. I'm going to catch this motherfucker who's been knocking on our door. So I creep out and I look through the window by our front door and there's deep snow, but no footprints to be seen. And at that point, I was like, what going on? I'm definitely hearing these knocks on the door. Now, why can't I see the footsteps of the people who are making those knocks? My husband, I even got him out of bed on this occasion. I was like, husband, I heard the fucking knocks. There are no footsteps in the snow. What the fuck's going on? He again, bless him, gave me a lot of time to like talk about the like scary knocks. But at the end of it, he was like, I love you, but I don't think you're hearing knocks. And I was like, okay, all right, fine. I don't know what to do at this point. No one else is hearing it. And it's not helping my case that the dog doesn't bark when the knocks happen and the cat doesn't jump off the bed. But then two weeks ago, I read something which totally validated what I was hearing and is proof that I'm not crazy for some reason, I downloaded the Nextdoor app. Now, for those of you that don't know what the Nextdoor app is, it's basically you log on, they know your address, and you can kind of, it's like a message board for you and your neighbors. And I hate it. You know what? I'm actually going to do a podcast on the Nextdoor app at some point, but um, I'm not a massive fan. I was obsessed with it for the first week that I had it on my phone. And then I realized that it was just a very negative place, and I deleted it. Anyway, so two weeks ago, I re-downloaded it, and I can't remember why I did that. I think I found a lost dog, or 
No, I would remember if I found a lost dog. Maybe I found a lost dog. Obviously, I'd know if I'd found a lost dog. That was not why I'd re-downloaded the app. Anyway, I can't remember why I re-downloaded it, but I did. And the first thing I see in the message board is knocks on my door. And I was like, okay, clicked on it. And there was this message thread about other neighbors getting three knocks on their door at about four in the morning. And when they've got out of bed and got to the front door to check, no one's been there. At this point, I was like, I fucking knew I was hearing those knocks. And not only am I hearing them, it's happening in our neighborhood. So the only thing I can take away from this is that the neighborhood's haunted. I'm definitely going to keep you all updated as to how this story progresses. So far, it's happened three, I think it's actually four times. I said three times, but it's four. Um, but yeah, now I'm intrigued. I'm going to catch that motherfucking ghost. The other topic I wanted to talk about has actually nothing to do with ghosts or hauntedness or anything. It's kind of, I guess, down the like gory trail. But uh, we had a friend staying with us last weekend um, and we were chatting. And at some point, someone referenced the plague. And I was like, I haven't heard about the plague happening to anyone really since like the 1600s. So then I was like, hold on, 15th century illnesses, where are they now? That's what we're going to talk about now. Little bit of a pivot from the haunted neighborhood. So I actually studied 16th century history from my high school. Well, I was, I didn't go to a high school. I did the English system. So from my A-levels to university and in university, I did 16th century history. And my simple Google search earlier today on 15th and 16th century illnesses, I learned more than I think I did in eight years of education. I mean, I know a lot about Henry VIII. If you've ever got a question about Henry VIII, I'm your girl. I know a lot about Henry. But I definitely missed the class where we talked about 15th century illnesses and like their origins and stuff. The plague is an obvious one. Everyone knows that the plague was spread by fleas on rats. Um, it was common to cities that had ports because the rats were coming in on the trade ships and then they were like jumping ship, haha, into the city and then like fleas were biting people. And if you got the plague, you got like, do you remember you used to see in the history books that they used to put like red X's on the door if you had the plague? Apparently the plague is still a thing today. It like recedes and then it comes back again. It recedes and it comes back again. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's still a thing. So... Although, I don't know. I, you know what? I actually didn't write that part down. So I wouldn't be so confident that the plague is still a thing. I haven't heard of anyone getting sick from the plague ever. So don't believe me on that. Measles is one which was big in the 15th century. It's also one that's still big today. So unless you've been living under a rock and haven't been looking at the news, we all know where the measles is in present day life. I'm not going to go down the whole political vaccinate, don't vaccinate subject. But of course, 
you should vaccinate so your kids don't get measles. Um, oh God, it got political. All right, let's move away from that. I didn't say that. I'm impartial. Okay, um, rickets was a good one. I used to see lots of kids with like bow legs. That was rickets. That's if you uh, didn't have enough vitamin D. Lots of sailors got that. Also, scurvy was super big among the sailing community. Basically, if you were in the 15th and 16th century, you should not be a sailor because it sounds like all of these illnesses are all brought on by things on boats. You're going to get the plague because you were bitten by a flea on a rat that was also on the same ship as you. You're going to get a lack of vitamin D, so you're going to get rickets and wobbly knees because you haven't got enough sunshine. That doesn't make sense for a sailor, but sailors definitely, definitely got rickets. And then scurvy was because you didn't have enough vitamin C. So when the ships first took off from port, you'd have lots of fruit and veg, but by the end of it, you wouldn't have much fruit and veg and you'd have scurvy. The photos of scurvy are horrible too, but yeah, scurvy's not a thing anymore. Um, the one thing that is still a thing, which I'm gonna end with, is gout. One of my friends got gout from going to Peter Luger in New York and eating too much steak and drinking too much red wine. That is a first world problem. <laughs> so yeah, he got gout. And that's basically when a disease where you get like overconsumption of alcohol and rich foods, which is why my friend got gout. When he told us he had gout, I had to ask him to repeat it twice because the last time I'd heard anyone reference gout was back in university in relation to Henry VIII's health. So there we go. It's just a little rundown of 15th century, 16th century, Tudor time, illnesses, and where are they now? I'm not going to do the cast of the real world, San Diego, or Friends, or ALF. You know, do a where are they now for them. What I'm going to do is 15th and 16th century illnesses. And that is why I think you keep tuning back in. Thanks so much for having the patience to listen to my haunted neighborhood story and my illnesses rundown. Mucho appreciated. And we will speak next week, no doubt. Peace out. Thanks for listening. Like what you hear? Check back in each week to hear another episode of Fabs' High Review Podcast.